This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Okay, folks, we're continuing the marathon today. We're excited to be here with Pastor Elvis Newhart. We're doing uh, four shows back-to-back. Brother Elvis, uh, did you just have a birthday? No, that was back in September. (laughs) September. I was thinking your birthday's in November. Now, uh, how old did you turn in September? I was old enough. Are you supposed to ask a man on that on the Internet? Yeah, because I'm trying to figure out, uh, are you older than me or am I older than you? Did you just turn Oh, 54? Shannon, Shannon, I am much older and wiser than you are. We <laughs> talked about this. Right. I just I just turned uh, 54. Okay. So and, you're two months and I think, older than me. Go, that's right. Two entire months. Thank you, mister. But I was thinking your birthday was first week of November. So, somebody had a birthday in November then. Well, of course, happy birthday to you. And uh, Yes. Uh, mine is in about two weeks. I'll be 54 in two weeks, so... Uh, Elvis in is my senior. two weeks. By two months. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm telling you, I'm enjoying those 60 days of extra wisdom. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to have you back oh, today. Good to talk to you. Wow. Good. Everybody, welcome. Today is a live broadcast, November 9th, 2023. Elvis, you want to open us in prayer? Absolutely. Father in heaven, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we thank you for this time to come together. We thank you for the whole marathon, the broadcast in Jesus' name. And we cover Shannon and his entire operation under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and myself and all of our equipment on this side here, Lord. And Lord, we just pray that. And Lord, we just pray for each and everybody that's listening right now and the people that will be listening in the future in Jesus' name. We just bind up everything, bind the strong man over them, bind the strong man in them, and everything 
something, provoking them, making them angry, whatever, what's coming after them now. And it's like, nine, this is a time of deliverance and peace and rest in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Elvis, as we're getting started, for those that may yes, be sir. tuning in for the first time, tell people about your ministry, your broadcast, and how they can find you. Well, okay, everybody. Well, uh, I am Pastor Elvis Newhart. Uh, we run the Church on a Thousand Hills in Lower Saxony, Germany. You can look us up on YouTube. You're going to find a lot of resources there under the Elvis Newhart Network, or you can type in the Church on a Thousand Hills. And I'm just going to tell everybody we're the one in Germany. We're not the one down in Africa. Okay. And so uh, we do that. We do a couple of uh, broadcasts. We have a live broadcast Sunday at 1130 in the morning, our time. That makes that about 530 in the morning, uh, East Coast time uh, uh, in the United States. Amazing how many listeners we have and people that tune in. But that's why we always record it. So if you don't get up that early on Sunday, you can always listen a little bit later. We also broadcast uh, worldwide. And we broadcast worldwide on Tuesday evening, 8 o'clock our time, which is 2 in the afternoon, uh, which is 2 o'clock in the afternoon on the East Coast time. And that's when we have our uh, Tuesdays with Elvis. A lot of people call that Taco Tuesday. And... Um, and we, and we broadcast there, too. And that's our all-English program. The Sunday program, which is also very good, it is translated by one of our many highly capable translating people. And we do it that because we have lots of listeners here in Europe. And we have lots of, uh, I'm sorry, here in Europe, German-speaking part, parts of Europe. But also, uh, it's amazing where people tune in. It's amazing how God works. All the way from Scandinavia to Africa to the, to the Far East, Middle East, uh, the, the Americas. And so we're really happy for that. Um, yeah, and so that's what we do. Uh, our, our ministry folks focuses on salvation, healing, deliverance, and the works of the Holy Spirit. And most of our listeners tend to be already saved, but if, uh, if you're not, uh, we'll sure point you in the right direction to get you there. And so we believe in that. We are a deliverance ministry. What does that mean? It means that after church, we pray for each other. And a lot of the messages we pray during the message so we can learn. Uh, we'll pray after the message. And then here uh, in the church here, even after the broadcast, uh, we break up and we pray for one another in deliverance. So it's basically uh, we pray pray for each other and on a kind of a little bit more intense uh, attitude on that one. So praise the Lord. And then we're here. As, my, as many times as we can be, we're right here on the uh, Omega Man Radio Network, here on OmegaManRadio.com, and we're here, and we do that, and we're at this time now. What, what do we have? Uh, this is, I believe, 10 o'clock in the morning on the East Coast, so good morning, everybody, on the East Coast there. And so that's what we do, and that's Fantastic. what we do. Fantastic. Well, Elvis, open us up in prayer, and the mic is yours. Welcome back. Amen. Well, uh, Shannon, I think I opened up in prayer a little bit earlier. We're doing. We're, we'll even, we're even going to pray during uh, the message here. But uh, t- the title of today's message is "Put Your Seatbelt On." Title of today's message is "Be Angry." Ever have a pastor open up with that one on "Be Angry"? So uh, let's go forward. We've got. I got to start at one part. We're going to go in it and through it. I want to give us some time, some good, uh, get some good prayer uh, on anger during the message, but also afterwards too. We're going to do some mass deliverance, people, on anger. So praise the Lord. Now I want to go uh, start at the. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh no. Okay, sorry. I just no, heard a little um, feedback. I'm muted. So anyway, what we're going to do, folks is I want to address one part here too. 
Um, I started started off on this, and now there is a longer uh, version with pictures on our website on uh, on our uh, channel on on YouTube on the Elvis Newhart Network. And uh, the title of that message is "What is underneath your anger iceberg?" Uh, but I want to just deal with some stuff. We're going to go right through it now. We hear a lot of times here, or sometimes you've heard, I, I brought this up, sometimes you've heard the saying, no one else makes makes us angry or no one can make us angry. And I have thought about that the longest time, thought about that the longest time and talked about that. But it's like, well, no one can make us angry. And I was, and I've always been like, well, you know what? I can really, um, I can really go and, uh, uh, I, I can really go and uh, sorry, I'm getting something's popping up here. Somebody's trying to somebody's trying to contact me through Skype. Wouldn't you know it? So anyway, sorry people, but we hear that 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 saying, "No one else can make us angry." And I always say, "Well, I'd like to introduce you to a few people that are pretty good at that." Now, as I was going through this, I saw a picture of a man that I really respect. He he's been full of wisdom and everything, and it, it's here too. And it says, no one else makes us angry. We make ourselves angry when we surrender control of our attitude. Okay? What someone else may have done is irrelevant. We we choose, not they. They merely put our attitude to a test. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to check that out. And just because something has become a cliche and said all the time doesn't make it true. And I also found out that there's this saying here, and that man that I really respect and who's brought a lot of wisdom into my life, they just put his picture next to it because you'll find that, quote, no one can make you angry, and they'll put everybody's picture next to it. So anyway, so we're going to look at this here, too, and is that true? No one, can, no one else makes us angry and when we surrender our control of our attitude. Now, we're also going to look today, today also at uh, – why people do not have control of, of their attitude and why they cannot have control of their attitude, right? And so anyway, what goes on is uh, – what, what goes on is um, – here we go. And so what goes on is let, – let's just go forward. How about we look at what the Bible really says about anger? Because, you know, you're going to hear it preached a lot of time or a lot of times it floats around in certain religious circles. And it always says, well, don't ever be angry. Don't ever be angry. You'll lose your salvation. You'll lose your inheritance, whatever else they want to say. And people, I'm here to tell you today that that's poppycock. That's not exactly true. Okay, so now let's look at this one here, too. How about we go to this one? Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4, verses 26 and 27, also in the New Testament, by the way, book of the Bible that has the has the armor of God in it. But look at this. It says, be angry. Oh, my God. Sit down. Sit down. I'm shaking in the Holy Ghost now. Okay, sorry. I'll try to behave, but I just, you see, there's all these sayings out there, and somehow these sayings and popular psychology, that gets wrapped up in our Christian walk, and I swear, sometimes it's just to beat us down. I, You know, we hear it also through through the social media, through the news and everything. It's like, well, you can never be angry. Well, what's the solution? What do I do? Well, just walk away. There are times that is absolutely positively correct, but then they use that, you know, whoever, like I just talked, they use that, and I swear that's a thing of control that they're trying to use on us because, you know, there is a time where you do need to be very unhappy. You do need to be angry. There are things 
mindset should stir you up, but they're training you to put your tail between your legs and telling you just to run away, just don't say anything, just be qu- be quiet, don't do anything. Yeah, okay, so then, you know, they want to bring dra- uh, 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 what is it, drag queen story time hour to your kids in your school. Don't be angry, just just accept it, be tolerant. Well, let me tell you what. They they put that thing over over that tolerance thing over Europe here, and we've got big problems right now because we were supposed to be not angry, be tolerant, do all this, just accept everything, and like they say in German, we are uh, the entire European Union, Germany, France, we're sitting in the ink right now, is what they say, right? Uh, we're we're in big trouble. But let's go back to what the Bible says. How about as Christians, we go back to the Word of God. Number one, it says, be angry. Be angry. Boy, people are going to pop their tops. Be angry? Yeah. Yeah, we are told in Ephesians, be angry and do not sin. Okay, so there you go. And we're going to look at that today. What is it? What is that? What does that mean? Okay, next one. It's a semicolon, meaning we're going on to another idea. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Now, some people take this literally. And they go, well, before the sun goes down, or at least before we go to bed, or whatever, we're going to get this anger solved. If that works for you, then do it. Okay? Nothing wrong with that statement. But what it really means is you cannot hold on to your anger forever. Okay? There should be a resolution to it sometime, somehow, because anger and bitterness and rage and all that, that goes right in, and it is proven that is one of the biggest open doors to cancer uh, that there is. So let's move on. And it says, and give no opportunity to the devil, because I promise you, when you get angry, when you get upset, when you get provoked, when you get poked on, the devil is going to use that opportunity, and one of the biggest opportunities he's going to use, and it, it starts off with that big forest fire in your head your brain catches on fire you start you start hearing vo- you start hearing the voices you start having these fantasy arguments in your head and you're arguing you're arguing in your head with who you think is aunt betty or uncle joe or cousin bobby right and, and you can hear their voice and oh they're going to do this and whatever and you're going to find out that that's a demon speaking in the tone of that person that you're angry at right then, that you hate the most right then, and that's going to give the devil opportunity. And so we cast that down in Jesus' name. Let me throw let me throw this Bible verse here in, uh, in here now. We talked more about this on Sunday, but what happens is is you know there is that Bible, Second Corinthians chapter ten verse five that says casting down imaginations. And yes, there are evil imaginations, and we are going to have to cast them down. And you'll have to stand there and just pray and say, Father, in Jesus' name, I want to be cutting off heads. But you know what? I cast down all these evil imaginations of Uncle Bob, Cousin Billy. I cast that down. I rebuke you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I know you sound like them. You're trying to fill my head. Okay, and people, you can't argue with the demon, but you start praying, praying the word of God. Watch how things turn around. And when they start learning that you're going to resist them, they're not going to come around so much. Okay, so let's go on. But so there you go. So here we have it right here in the Bible in Ephesians. It says, be angry. And some of you probably already have a multitude of other Bible verses in front of you, right? Or, or they're coming to your mind. We pray in Jesus' name. Let the Holy Spirit start start stirring up all that word that's uh, word that's within you. Now let's move on here. I'm uh, actually let's move on here in Proverbs chapter sixteen thirty two. 
Okay, if you want to turn with me, you better check me out. I might try to test you. Here it is in Proverbs 16.32. It says, "Who he who never gets angry is better than a warrior. Is that what it says there? You better check your Bible because it says, he or she who is slow to anger is better than a warrior. And he who controls his temper on purpose, I'm going to say this, it doesn't say, and he who does not have any temper, no, he who controls his temper is greater than one who captures a city, right? Now, look at this, slow to anger. We are not supposed to re be reacting to everything. We're not supposed to be popping our top to everything. But one of the best examples I can give to people is like, you know, on one hand, they may be out there and say, oh, never get angry. Don't ever be angry. Oh, what's your problem? Oh, anger there, you know, okay, and and and, and it's like, They'll say that, they'll act really religious, but then they'll be on social media, any one of the Twitters or Gitters or Hitters or Mitters or whatever they're at, right, okay, they're, they're on, on social media out there, and they're constantly being provoked and brought to anger by, you know, you're on Instagram and you see one video, one another video, another video, oh, that makes me mad, that makes me mad, okay, and, and, and it's funny, they'll always talk about microaggressions, but they'll never talk about those little anger spikes that you're always poking yourself with. You're angry about this. You're angry about Palestine. You're angry about uh, the the Ukraine. You're angry about this pol this politician. You're angry about this sports team. You're angry about this celebrity. And it's just poke, 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 poke. Okay? And we need to decide how much wood we're going to throw onto that fire. If, if, if Facebook or the internet, or any other place is really upsetting you, and you're having key, uh, keyboard fights with people and stuff like that, or smartphone smartphone battles with somebody else you don't even know, you may need to leave that on the side for a while. There's some there are some ghettos we just should not go to, okay? So just to say, so he was slow to anger, and that's the point, okay? If we're just flying off the handle, that's not good. And if we're always provoked, it's not good, and it hurts you people. It hurts you. You know what? Forget everybody else. Oh, do it for your grandma. No, don't do it for your grandma. You do it for you, okay? Now, let's look at this. Oh, by the way, that thing on no one can make you angry, that comes that comes from uh, out of the alcohol uh, Alcoholics Anonymous program. And the thing is is, you know, know your audience. And people that are uh, uh, people that are alcoholics that are really wrapped up up in that, there are there are severe anger issues that they are dealing with. There's a lot of uncontrollable anger. That's why they punch out windows. That's why they pun uh, punch walls. That's you know sometimes they hit the people they shouldn't be hitting because there's no that you know they can't stop. And there are people who cannot stop getting angry. And I'm going to show you why here as we go forward today. Okay, alcoholics, drug users, uh, if there are things going on in the brain, not even that. If you – did you hit your head a lot? Have you hit your head a lot? Have you had an accident, right, where, where, you know – Okay, because that all does stuff to the brain where we don't have that control that we should have. Okay, so anyway, and he who controls his temper – and there's work on this. And I tell you what, praise God for deliverance. That's a big thing, too, is getting, getting deliverance on a lot of those issues. Let's go forward. Now, look at this. In Proverbs chapter 29, verse 11. Again, Proverbs 29, verse 11. A fool vents all his anger, but a wise man holds it back. Or a wise man goes, you know what? 
I cannot vent and explode right now. Uh, it's, it's the wrong time, the wrong whatever. But you got to watch out for this because there's lots of spirits. There are a lot of people. There are a lot of events that will just go poke, 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 poke. Okay? Now, the fool, it's like he vents his anger all the time. You know, the, uh, the choleric people, the angry people, the exploders, right? And so... And so anyway, here we go. And so, but a fool vents out all his anger. Every little thing that makes them angry, boom, right? But a wise man, do you want to be a wise man or a wise woman? Okay, what you do is you learn to kind of, you learn to get a hold of it. Now, we'll read something like this in the Bible but where it says a wise man holds it back. And so what do you do? Hallelujah. I'm going to I'm going to wrap it all up in a nice little tight ball and I'm going to swallow it deep down inside of me. And that's going to make me righteous, correct? No, that's going to screw you up. That's going to mess you up. They're always like, "Oh, just hold it back." You know, just hold it back. Don't let it out. Just swallow it all down. Like I said, too, make it a tight little ball and you you swallow it deep inside of your soul and you're going to be okay. No, it's going to make it. It's just going to grow and it's going to get worse, people. It's going to get worse. And that's where we get these things. And that's, yeah, that's where people then uh, then take the gun to the school. They take the gun to the po- uh, post office. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing there, right? Because something's messing with their head. You've seen this, these shooters and everything. And, you know, they get really angry about this stuff. They've already got problems in their head and whatnot. And uh, and underneath all of that is thick layers of anger and, and wounds and disappointment. Let's go ahead here. Now, another one is this here, too. Let's look at Proverbs 29, verse 11. It says, a fool vents all, all of his anger, but a wise man brings himself under control. That's a better way, I think, to say this verse here, right? But a wise man brings himself under control. And this is where we work on it. Okay. Now, if you've got to go into that, well, no one can make me angry. Uh, it's me, this, that, or whatever. If that's part, if that's part of your thing, and if that works for you and bringing things under control, well, then good. And I tell you what, people, we're going to have stuff making us trying to make us a- angry, uh, angry every day, every day, right? So here we go. Now, next one. Now, here you go. Look at this. James chapter 1, verse 19. An excellent Bible verse. Book of James. First book of the, of the New Testament to be written. James was speaking to the, to the, to, to the Jews that became Christians. The Jews that believed, that believed on Jesus Christ. That's who he's talking to in the book, in the book of James. They were a very temperamental people. They could be a very angry people. And James was teaching them, right? He was, te- and he was saying, you know what? Let every person be quick to hear. That's an excellent advice. Find out what's really going on. Hey, something could happen. I get mad uh, because I heard, hey, maybe Shannon did something, uh, and I heard Shannon did this, and I heard, and and, and I'm, I'm suspicious that Shannon did, uh, did this. By the way, the gift of suspicion is not one of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. But boy, is it rich in the church? Darn well right it is, right? And I'm suspicious about this. Okay, number one, be quick to hear. Find out what's really going on. Shannon, did you really say this about me? Did you really do this about me? Uh, did you really do that or whatever? Right, quick to hear. And, you know, and so many times, how many times have people went off half cocked, angry, everything, let the flames fly out of their mouth, and they, f- and, and, and they find out afterwards uh, it, it wasn't even that. It was all fluff and duff. 
There's a lot of people, a lot of stuff happens out there too. People have these arguments in their soul, their mind, their will, their emotions, their heart, right? Their intellect, they have this, they have these big battles in their mind and they're angry in their mind and then, and they're afraid that something's going to happen. And then what happens is after you manifest, after you make a fool of yourself, that which you feared the most didn't come upon you or it didn't, it did not even happen. Okay. Did not even happen. And boy, and didn't we feel foolish after that? Or there's times where you had these big things. You're like, I'm going to hold on for a little bit. I'm going to control my anger, try to find out what's going on. And then you find out, ooh, I'm so happy I didn't say anything on that. Now, here's the next one. Because anger, you know, anger is that feeling that makes our mouth say stupid things or angry or hurtful things. We're, we're to be slow to speak right there. Again, James chapter 1, verse 19. Be quick to hear people. Find out what's going on slow to speak and get this again slow to anger it doesn't say be not angry slow to anger i read a quote on sunday that said you know i'm usually pretty a pretty a really pretty nice guy but if you keep pushing those pushing those boundaries or jumping over my boundaries or you keep up you keep up with your garbage yeah that can change really quick i'll be patient i'll be understanding but not forever and did you know what? The Bible also says that God does not hold, uh, hold his anger forever. The Bible says God is very slow to anger. Do you think God has emotions? Do you think God has a soul? That's a great, that's a great Bible study right there. But anyway, quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, okay? Okay, before I pop my top here, let's just hear it and see what goes on. Sometimes that works pretty well, and other times you're in an anger dance with somebody and it don't doesn't work well. Here we go. Now, again, it says be angry. What we're look uh, 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 here, the by that Bible verse again says be angry but sin not. Now, why? What's sin not? There's three rules in sinning not that 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 kind of that kind of helps, right? That that does help. Number one, how do you how are you angry and sin not? Number one, you don't hurt other people. Okay, okay. Sometimes you're going to have to tell tell yourself, you know, I'd really like to punch Bob right in the face, but the jail time isn't worth it. Bob isn't worth the jail the jail time that would probably come about if I just broke Bob in half. Okay. Right. Okay. So you don't hurt other people. The next thing is you don't hurt yourself. Okay, well, how do I hurt myself? Uh, put your fist through a window. Put your fist through a wall. Right. You do that. You're going to hurt yourself if your if your actions get you fired. Okay. Get you fired. Get you hurt. Get you in jail or get you divorced. Okay. That's hurting yourself. Right. So, and the next thing is, I, I mentioned the walls and everything. Don't hurt. Uh, uh, don't hurt pro uh, other people's property. Don't hurt your property. It's expensive, right? But anyway, so just don't, you know, just don't hurt other people. That's a big thing. Now, the big thing about a uh, big thing about words is words hurt. Okay, words hurt. Okay, words scar. Your anger, your anger may may your anger may cool off a little bit after a while, but those words, those words, those hurts, those poisonous arrows can stick inside of you for a long time. Okay, you know that you know that saying: sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will ever uh, words will never hurt me. Hogwash. Because what that does is they, they, the wrong words can leave wounds all the way down to your soul. 
your mind, your will, your emotions, your heart, people that have grown up in alcoholic or dysfunctional families and they're completely shot through with hurtful or hateful words and have hurtful and hateful scars. We lose healing on those in Jesus' name now. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That, boy, it goes through it. And by the way, hurt people hurt people. There are, there are excellent, there are excellently trained angered ninjas out there that were trained since their, since their youth with all the dysfunctional family patterns, the alcoholic family patterns, um, all, all the word hurts and everything else like that and hurt people hurt people. Help us, Lord Jesus. Okay. Let's go forward now. Now, the next thing is too, is I have this here. Is we talked about, you know, there's some people or, or let's look at what anger does to us and why some people really have problems, uh, not getting angry, can't control their anger, are always falling into anger. Why are there angry people? Right. So anyway, we've talked about, hey, we've talked about, uh, uh, family patterns, alcohol, drugs, and we, we can't forget injury. Okay. We can't forget brain injury. Okay. Now, there's a lot of military. Let's bring attention to this. There are more than 22 veterans that kill themselves every day. The number is higher than 22. What happens is these young men, young women, some of them not even 20 years old yet, they're off in some other country, some other place. We really don't have, have, a, have a notion of being there. But what happens is with all the explosions and fighting and combat and, every, and, and, and all that, okay, that has hurt their brain. The soldiers out there getting blown up every day are, are getting the same brain injuries as, uh, you know, the old NFL players did that were smashing their heads around all the time. Okay. okay. Like the boxers. Okay. And, and, and it's like, well, wow, old Joe, he came home from the war and he wasn't himself anymore. Yes, because his brains inside of that helmet were scrambled. They're doing much better on that today, but still, here's the next thing. If you hit your head, you're riding your bike, you're playing Evil Knievel, and you fall off your bike and smack your head. Here's a question here now. Have you ever really hit your head? Okay. Now, here, what I want you to do is just put your finger on the on your forehead right now. Okay. So put your finger on your forehead. That's called the prefrontal cortex, and that thing gets damaged. Okay. Have you ever hit your forehead on something too? Well, that if, uh, uh, wounds the effectiveness of that, and uh, and what happens is is that front part of the brain is the part of the brain that controls the rest of the brain, right? Now let's go back to another one. Take that same finger and move it to your temples on both sides of your head. Okay, that's right there. When you push in a little bit, kind of hurts a little bit too. Ever been hitting the temple? Ouch. Okay, it hurts there too. I I don't want to poke myself too hard. Okay, that's called the temporal lobes in German, the Schlafenlappen. Right? Okay, the temporal lobes. Alcohol burns them away. Okay, injury burns them away. Now there's two important things. Those little temporal lobes are responsible number one for your short-term memory. Okay. They, 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 they are, they, they, they are, it's responsible for your short-term memory and your temper. And what is it? You got alcoholics. The temporal lobes start to shut down. They start to be scarred and everything. You can't hold your temper. 
And so what do people do? They do a little bit, you know, they, they drink a little bit more against the pain, whatnot. Okay. They, they do whatever like that and they start functioning less. And that's why a lot of people, they have a temper. This is why it goes there. Okay. This is why they have no short term memory. But if we damage or do anything to any part of our brain, it comes out. And what happens is with this activity, you know, depression. You should see a picture of a, of a depressed brain. It's really, it's really cool. That, uh, cool, and I mean temperature-wise, not that it's neat, but temperature-wise, it's really cool when you look at that on a brain scan. There's just a little bit that works, but now, and and, and there, there's a lot of it that's cold. But that part right in the middle, called your limbic system, gets inflamed. It gets overactive, and depression gets in. Okay. Let's move on. I just want to give parts of this. I want to invite everybody to come over to the Elvis Newhart Network and view the brain series. Okay, view the brain series on the on the Elvis Newhart Network. It will explain a lot of things. Okay, it'll explain it'll explain why when your teachers and your parents were screaming at you and putting pressure on you to try harder with schoolwork or try harder with this, your brain just kept shutting uh, shutting more and more down. Okay, let's go forward on this now. Now here we go too. I'm looking at I'm looking at a thing right here, uh, and we talk a lot about brain scans. And I'm looking at a brain scan right now where there was a horrific injury on the prefrontal cortex. It's just it's not there. It's not active. This is shocking. Okay, that's the intent. Uh, your 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 attention is gone. That's the part of the brain that tells you what's important and what's not. That's why you're very distractible. I'm looking at this poor person's temporal lobes right now on both sides. It, it, it looks like he just took a spoon and just took scoops out of the side of the head. And, yeah, that's a real tough time. But there's help you can do with that. Okay? And I'm not even talking drugs right now. There's even natural stuff you can take. Hey, vitamins, minerals, uh, you know, uh, uh, plant stuff or whatever that will actually help restore the activity uh, to parts of the brain. And there is help out there for that. Okay. It, it's, you know, you heard that, you heard that commercial. A mind is, is a terrible thing to waste. And it just, some of these, I feel so sad for some of these people that I look at on brain scans and brain imaging. And it's, it's just horrible. It's horrible because, and then we go up to these people and say, you shouldn't have such a bad attitude. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Those people would say, I would love to not have a bad attitude. I would love to feel that I'm not being attacked all the time. I would love to believe that somebody could love me. Everybody doesn't hate me. Everybody doesn't. Uh, everybody's not rejecting me, but I can't. Okay. And the reason is, is the part of our brain that's responsible for that is asleep. It might be dead, but let me tell you what, if Jesus Christ can raise a body from the dead, I think he can raise a few brain cells from the dead too. A lot can be done in these areas, okay, folks? Now, let's go on here, too. Now, let's look at seven disadvantages of anger. Is anger really worth it? Yes, there's times we can be angry. We can't be angry all the time, okay? We can't be flipping out, throwing rocks through the windows, okay? But now look at this. So seven disadvantages of anger. Here's where anger is going to cost you, okay? Maybe if I appeal to you of how it's going to cost you. Number one, anger is insomnia. When you did go to bed angry, Really mad or something like that? How'd you sleep? Not well. But what? But but anger that's below the waterline, right? Anger that's below sea level. Yeah. And then you wonder why you can't sleep. Here's the next one: skin problems. 
Okay, you know, they always say if something, uh, whenever something shows up on the skin, something underneath is not right. That can be, that can be in your stomach, right? Which comes up next. That can be anywhere, but anger will, sometimes anger is what is the cause of skin problems because all that anger and everything you, you swallow down is going to show up on your skin. Let's go to the next one. The, 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 the next cost of anger, seven disadvantages. Next one is bad digestion. Okay, and you people know these, and you experience these, right? Bad digestion, right? Because your stomach is all there, all the all the knotted up emotions down there, and it gets bad. And I tell you what, when the digestion goes bad, that is a is a process to get that back. Next one, headaches. You know, I'm so angry, I've, I've got a headache or a migraine. Next one, heart problems. By the way, uh, unresolved anger issues lead to strokes and heart attacks. Strokes and heart attacks. What well, he was just the nicest man, and then one day he was just mowing his lawn. And he fell over dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, died of a stroke or a heart attack. Just just came up in surprise. No, he probably he probably was the nicest guy. Probably swallowed down all the anger and the frustration and everything, and fell over dead. And the next one, the number two thing that's going around, two of the most common uh, health plagues out there uh, is high blood pressure. High blood pressure because your muscles are contracting, your muscles are doing this, whether you know it or not, with all that anger and whatnot, and then you get the high, high blood pressure. By the way, the type top two are hypertension and diabetes. Let's go on to the next one. Now, we're talking about diabetes here, and another thing that anger does is it zaps your immune system. It makes your immune system weaker, which means you're going you're gonna to catch everything, Okay. Angry people are sick people. Alcoholics are sick people. People that swallow their anger down and everything and play that nice person, they're sick people. Okay? So those were just, you know, seven of the, of the, uh, of the costs of anger. And you gotta ask yourself, do you wanna do that? You know, do, do I, do I stay, do I stay mad at somebody and fill myself up with, with this? Or can I forgive, ask the Lord to help me and take the right steps to either avoid this person completely or to learn to exist with them? Because sometimes you can't escape. Now, here we go. How does anger affect your body? We're going we're gonna to a little bit more detailed here. Okay? It affects your, vis- uh, uh, it affects your vis- vision. Okay? Vision I- issues like tunnel vision. Okay? Or, or nearsighted, farsighted. And also sensitivity to light or blurry vision. You get that? All from anger. Why? It affects the muscles. It affects the blood vessels. All of that there too, okay? So sensitivity to light sometimes can be that is where there's a lot of anger issues. And you don't have to be exploding with anger. You can have swallowed down anger and everything. It is going to contract your muscles. It's going to contract your blood vessels and mess things up. Next thing is when we're talking about uh, muscles and blood vessels, uh, more frequent headaches and migraines. And by the way, migraines are, are more frequently come up and out of your gut, uh, now, in, increased pressure inside of your eyes. Uh, and, of course, they want to give you a drug for that. But you know what? Increased pressure inside of your eyes, feelings of dry mouth. Okay, This is all stuff, uh, anger, that a lot of people don't attach to anger. Here's, an, here's, here's the next one here, too. Decreased thyroid function. But she was the sweetest little old lady. She always smiled and, yeah, had the alcoholic husband, alcoholic kids or, or whatever. Or you grew up in an angry family, alcoholic family, dysfunctional family, and we get decreased thyroid function. And they'll give you a pill for that. 
and they'll give you everything and wonder why you're not reacting to the medication is because it could be a real thick anger problem if you went through that. Lowered bone density, increased heart rate, blood pressure. Okay, get this. Here it is, the anger. Blood glucose levels. Can you be so angry for so long that it gives you diabetes? Uh, yep. Yep. So they're going to so so the world, the media, those that want to kill us want to keep us angry all the time. So it sets us up for diabetes and then what do we do because we're angry? We eat. And so we eat all that high fructose corn syrup and whatever else there too and ding, diabetes shows up. There you go. Now, uh and by, by the way, blood fatty acid level you get all the blood fats, everything. Uh, we mentioned earlier increased likelihood of stroke and heart attack with the anger. And get this one here, slow metabolism, slow metabolism. And there's words and treatments for that too. But w would you ever think of going against the anger? And let me tell you something. Anger is only the tip of the iceberg. There are a whole knot of emotions that are, uh, that, that are uh, below it. Okay, anger is just the very tiny tip. You know, when you see an iceberg out in the ocean, maybe you're seeing 10, 10% of the iceberg. The other 90% of that problem is under, uh, underneath that. And now for the sake of time and everything, I want to go through some of these angry icebergs here and let's just loose angels to untie these knots in our emotions and they can come up and they can go out where Jesus wants them to go in Jesus' name. For example, it's angry. Boy, Bob or Jane or somebody is just an angry person. They're angry. Hey, maybe you're that angry person. You know what? Hey, I'm gonna, let me hear me this way. It's okay to be angry because you're identifying stuff. But how about we, we ask ourselves what is underneath that? Okay, It's like a huge demonic network. Now, let me just go through these really quick as we go forward. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we bind all denial. We bind the strong man in Jesus' name over anger. And we separate anger from each of these. And these must come up and go out in Jesus' mighty name. And I want to encourage you to come back later, listen to this program right here on, on, on Omega Man, and you can go through this uh, this deliverance again, right? And come on over to, to the Elvis Newhart Network on YouTube. We do deliverance on this one. So here we go. Here are all the things that, that are underneath the waterline with anger that might be the real issue. Here we go. Sadness. Disappointed, lonely, overwhelmed, embarrassed, hurt, helpless, pain, frustrated, insecure, hungry. The other one with hungry is you're hangry, right? Okay, grief. Anger is one of the five steps in getting through grief. If you're grieving something, there will be a, uh, there will be a time of anger. Okay, and please be angry. Because you're not going to get to the next next step until you deal with the anger, anger and go on. Grief, anxiety, stress, threatened, tired. And that's one of the ones, too, sometimes when people are hungry, but also when people are tired, you do not get uh, enough sleep. Okay, The enemy will come after your mind, your will, your emotions, and your heart. And you're tired, and you're down, and it's very easy to make you angry. Okay. Well, no one can make you angry. Really? Really? Well, you know what? When you're set up, when you're set up like a time bomb, the enemies are coming, people. Now, let's go on. In Jesus' name, we command all of this to come up and come out in Jesus' name. Contempt, guilt, jealous, 
And by the way, uh, uh, with jealousy and envy, death, death follows that with it. Scared. Okay? Ever been so scared you get angry? And at the bottom of that one there is shame. So, Father in heaven, in Jesus' mighty name, for each and every one of us, we loose the angels to go in now and untie all the knots that we just that we just mentioned, each and every one of us. And, Lord, if this is in us, help us, Lord. Hosanna, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Because all that's going to be under the surface of that anger. And you know what icebergs do a lot? They flip over, and you can't hide those anymore. Let's move on. I've got another one here, too. So in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we rebuke each and everything we do anytime you're, and whenever you are, uh, and if you're mentioned here, we want you and your family of connected spirits in Jesus' name just, just to go in Jesus' name. Here we go. Okay? Anger's above the surface. What's below the surface? Disappointed. Regret. Exhausted. Anxious, anxiety, worries, right? That whole package, right? Hurt, trapped, wounded, ashamed, rejected. Rejection makes people angry. Let's go. All nervousness, disrespected, right? Offended. That's a big one too, okay? And you know, with each and every one of these people here, like like on offended, Okay, we can set the thermostat on that. We can a little bit. If you're too easily offended all the time, you're going to be angry all the time. Frustrated, helpless. When people feel helpless and they can't do anything, they get angry. Unsure, loneliness, insecurities, worried. Okay, all those worries get out. All envious. I want what you have is what envy is. Jealousy is the fear of being replaced. Trauma. Exactly. Trauma. Abuse, alcohol family patterns, okay? Dysfunctional family patterns, okay? Chaotic family patterns, right? And below that is, is disgusted. And you see people, a lot of people, what they'll want to do is they'll always want to chip away at anger. We rebuke you angry. And then we see, then they say, you don't be angry. You can't be angry. Hey, but you got all this stuff below the waterline. And praise God, that's what, that's what deliverance and Jesus Christ take care of. Now, let's move forward. I got another one here, right? The emotions that are underneath anger. Here's another one. Insecurity, right? Okay. You're not good enough. Right? Unzulänglichkeit auf Deutsch. Right? You're not good enough. You're not enough. Sadness. Hey, sadness, sorrow, and depression. That's a three-stranded cord. We just angels to cut that three-stranded cord in Jesus' name. Shame. Shame and embarrassment. Helplessness. Inadequacy. Loneliness. Frustration. Emptiness. Guilt and fear. Boy, all that there. And so a lot of time, a lot of times, hey, we do it, the world does it or whatever. We look at somebody and we go, oh, well, you're just angry. Hey, you might not know, you're probably most likely right, but you don't know the rest of the story. And remember where, where we just had it here too? Be, uh, be slow to anger, be, be quick to hear. Be fast to hear and slow to speak. That gives us time to figure out, okay, whoa, hold on. This person might be going through something. Hey, I'm angry. What's going on right now? Why am I angry? And there are times, too, where the answer to why am I angry is you heard something wrong, you misunderstood something wrong, and, you know, that's where we just got to learn. That goes, that goes along with uh, humility, people, okay? Not humiliation, humility, 
So let me just go here real quick on on on, on you know some of the tips they give you on on how to deal with anger. You know, some people are like well, accept the anger you feel because the thing is this is that when you get angry, people are like, well, you can't be angry. Nobody can make you angry. And you're sitting here going, but I'm angry, right? This was done to me, right? The whole Me Too movement. Go up to the Me Too movement and tell those people not to be angry, right? Or BLM or Antifa. That's that's just provocation. That's a plan. I don't know if I should use that. But anyway, but so, but they say, you know, it just say, yeah, you know what? I, I am angry. Get out of the denial. Get out of the denial. Why are you angry? Well, I'm jealous that. Right? I'm jealous, whatever. Somebody got the promotion, whatever. I, I don't have the time here right now to go through all this, right? Another one, hey, breathing does work. Okay? It's just breathe deeply and calm and calm yourself, right? Breathing and breathing help that, that will let out some pressure. But when you notice that you, there, there's a problem there, it's when you, uh, we say it's and you know, when you go, <sighs> you'll find yourself doing that a lot. Just, just sighing, right? Going, <sighs> right? Okay, now that actually does help a little bit in breathing, but if you're stuck in that pattern of all like, uh, or just sighing or like whatever, we need to bind that up, cast that out in Jesus' name. So uh, here's a real good thing too, if possible, distance yourself from the situation that makes you angry. Oh, look at here, something, uh, they actually say here that something can make you angry. Distance yourself from the situation that makes you angry, and I put behind this too, if possible. There are people who stir up anger. There are people that stir up anger and everything else like that, and they they just don't let you escape. You go to your safe place. They don't let you do that. Um, right. Okay. Now, uh, let's go on here. I have some other written notes that I did too. Uh, another one is I want and get away if you can. Go for a walk. Escape. Escape, except especially if it's getting bad. But I know there's there are fights, there are angers, there are stuff like that, and you're going to turn around to walk away, and they're going to, and those the demons going to speak through these people again and say exactly the wrong words, and then and draw you right back into the fight. Just when you're trying to get out, they they draw you right back in, and that takes practice. It gets easier with deliverance, people. Now, another one is, is they say it kind of nice down here, too. They go, feel free to voice your anger, productivity, by writing or drawing. Okay, that's good. That's a distraction. That distracts. Hey, feel free to voice your anger by cooking a soup. Cook a soup. Man, wash up, cut up some potatoes, wash up, cut up some carrots, right? Cook a soup. Do something like that. You know, cut up some vegetables. Okay, the thing is, is to get, is to cool down the angry parts of your brain by allowing a different part of your brain to work people. Okay? For some people, it's writing stuff down, typing it down, writing a journal or whatnot. Okay, that works. Why? Because your brain's getting getting the focus off the angry part there, and it's focusing on something out there and getting it out. Another thing that does help, too, is if you have a real good friend, right, where at times – where at times you can go to your real good friend and say, you know what, I got to let off some steam. This isn't against you. This is not against you. I just got to let off some steam. And, you know, and, and, uh, and just that we know we don't pour, we don't shoot our steam at our friend or spouse, right? Uh, boy, if you're fortunate, fortunate enough where you have a spouse where you can say, honey, I'm just angry. Let me sit down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow in this direction. I'm going to vent in this direction. It's not you. And then maybe you can talk about stuff. That's good. Right. Be angry and sin not. There you go. That's what the Bible says. 
right? The Bible does not say wrap it up in a small tight ball and swallow it down and just say hallelujah and smile big on your face and let everybody see, you know, you know, they know you're a Christian by all the anger you just swallow down. All right. They'll be visit they'll be visiting you either in the jail in, in the jailhouse or the crazy house. So here you go. But it's good if you have a thing to vent. The thing you can't do with that though is you cannot constantly be venting by people, even if it's on the other side, because people do get tired of that, okay? And then there's times where people get burned by that, and that's not right. And that's a sin if you go if you go and hurt people. You cannot do that, okay? But yeah, if you can, if you can get away, that's okay, unless they choose to start a fight with you in the car while you're going 100 miles an hour down the freeway, or you know. So you just gotta you gotta work that out. That's part of the working it out thing. And just to pray, Lord, ask angels to go and just, you know, Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, I pray and ask ask you to cool down my brain in Jesus' name. Lord, I, I, I rebuke the strife of tongues. You'll find that one in the Bible. Lord, uh, hi, you know, hide me in your pavilion. Keep me str- safe from the strife of tongues, right? What's that? That's that angry arguing all the time. And so, yeah, also ask the Lord to change you. And you know what? And by the way, feeling free to voice your your anger, yeah, voice it to God because he knows anyway, and you're not going to hurt him. Okay, boy, I remember one time I gave a testimony when I was so angry, and I talked to God, and I shook my fist and everything. Boy, about half the church fainted. And it's like, well, number one, God knows anyway. He's strong enough to take it. And you know what? After you cool down, he'll say, are you ready to listen? Maybe he'll speak just two words to you that'll unravel the entire situation. Go talk to God about it. Go out, get get in a walk, go out in the woods, right? Go kick a tree. You're not going to hurt Mother Gaia. She can take it, right? Okay? But the thing is like that too, people. It's just, you know, get out there and get it out. And I tell you, there can be so much anger, frustration, everything, and you have held it so long, you don't even realize it's there. But it's there. And until it starts showing up in your medical charts. Okay, so praise the Lord. Let's take the rest of our time here. Let's call some stuff out again. Let's call out some of this anger stuff and everything, anger issues, right? And so the first thing we do, Father, in Jesus' name, is we fall out, we fall out of agreement with any and all false counsel. And I'll pray it this way, too. If the shoe fits, help us wear it, Lord, right? If everyone and everything is making, you know, we think everyone and everything is making us angry all the time, we need your help, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, we cut off all angers, all cords of control, cords of manipulation. Lord, we bind up and cast out all witchcraft in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, because one of the fruits of witchcraft being worked on you is anger, We command all sadness, sorrow, depression to come up and out now, all emotional issues in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we pray healing on all the, healing on all the brains. Lord, if there's a chemical imbalance, if there's an injury to the brain, Lord, if we've burned away a lot of our brain with with alcohol, cigarettes, drugs, whatever. Hey, some people are just working and they smell, they've breathed the wrong chemicals for such a long time. It burns their brain. Help us, Lord, in Jesus' name. We need a miracle in our brains in Jesus' name. Let's go. All unforgiveness, bitterness, hatred, get up and get out now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We take authority over you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We bind you to our authority, and you're not going to play with our mind, our will, and emotions like this in Jesus' mighty name. Let's go. All stress, worry, fears, come on, all that tiredness, 
all that tired. We get tired. Our guard goes down. The enemy floods in, and there you go. Come on, all the all all the thunderstorm in your brain. Hey, why can't why why can't you hear God? It might be the thunderstorm in your head. Everything up and out now in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. We ask healing for our wounds, healing for all unresolved issues inside of us, all unresolved anger. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we ask for your help, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, we come against all thunderstorms in our brain, all fights in our brain, arguing with people in in our mind all the time. The Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. All shame, all the demons that are talking in your mind, how bad bad you are, stupid you are, ugly you are, how, how whatever you are, you're something, you're not enough. Come on, all the hurts, all the wounds. All the wounds, rejection wounds, abuse wounds, all verbal abuse in Jesus' name, physical abuse in Jesus' name, Lord. We come against that now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All helpless. Everything I try to do, everything fails. Well, we come against the automatic failure mechanism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we loose angels to go and take apart the automatic failure mechanism out of us in Jesus' name. Come on, all trauma, all envy, come on, all spoiled brat envy. You want what somebody else has, and you're not getting it, and you throw, you throw a fit. You throw a little envy anger fit in the middle of the grocery store and fall down on your face and kick your little footsies. Everything up and out now. All arrested emotions or childlike emotions in Jesus' name, Lord. Never grew up. Never matured. Come on. Always got your way. Never had any correction. Get out now in Jesus' name. Disrespected. Father in heaven, in Jesus' name, we we turn our reputation over to you, Lord. Help us. Disrespected. All the pride. All the loneliness. All the loneliness. Come on. Loneliness. Abandonment. Come on. Can't find a date. Can't find a spouse. Everything up and out now. Come on. How come everybody else has somebody and I and I don't? Well, I'll tell you what. Let's get rid. Of, let's get rid of some of that anger and everything people are picking up. Everything up and out now in Jesus' name. Anger, rejection, reproach. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you loose God's people and let them go. And Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, for those, Lord, we pray for uh, healing, health, and restoration on our brain. We command our brains to cool down. We command every damaged part of our brain in Jesus' name uh, to, to restore itself in Jesus' name. The blood flow, the electricity in Jesus' name, the nutrients in Jesus' name. We ask for your healing, your health, and your restoration in Jesus' name, Lord. Father, all that, all the emptiness, guilt, Fear, everything out. Come on. All that, you know, alcoholics or addicts fall into the thing. I just can't do anything right. Everything up and out now. And we break all this. We break off the man of sorrows. We cast that out in Jesus' name. The woman of sorrows in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we just ask for your your help and your mercy in Jesus' name. Father, there may be brain issues, uh, post-traumatic stress issues, war injuries, injuries you got in sports, injuries you got as a kid, injuries that on the work that have hurt, damaged, or bruised our brain. And Father, I pray right now in Jesus' name that the people can find the help that they really need. People, if you need it, look into brain scans. Okay? If your arm is broken, they'll take a picture. 
If your brain is broken, they need to take a picture to find out which is broken so they can take care of it in Jesus' mighty name. And, Lord, we just break off all addictions in Jesus' name. Lord, all insomnia, skin problems, uh, uh, migraines, strokes, heart pro- all heart problems in Jesus' name, high blood pressure, Father, in Jesus' name. And, Father, we just separate uh, uh, anger from death diabetes and destruction in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, we pray healing in Jesus' name from head to toe for every person that needs it here in Jesus' mighty name. We also bind up all angry backlash. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. God bless you all. Peace, grace, peace, and mercy be unto you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. And Great there we teaching go. today. Brother Elvis, give out your contact information again, and how can they support your ministry? Well, wonderful. People, we really want to invite you over uh, to the Church on a Thousand Hills, right? That's around the world. Uh, Church on a Thousand Hills, the Elvis Newhart Network on YouTube and on Rumble. People, just do a search on it or search Elvis Newhart on the Internet and watch where it takes you. Okay? There's a lot of resources we have have there. We point you in the right direction. Number one, we point you in the, in the direction of Jesus, and we point you in the direction of some possible things you may not have thought of. So, hey, check us out on the Elvis Newhart Network, or simply uh, just search for Elvis Newhart. I'm not hard to find. Okay? Now, uh, the other thing is that. So, listen to us there. Uh, uh, Tuesdays with Elvis, 8 o'clock at night in Europe. Uh, uh, what, what is that? Uh, two in the afternoon in the Americas. Just come on by and listen, people. And look, we got a lot of stuff there for you. Okay. Now you can support us and help us keep going on this. And if you if you really enjoy Jesus without the Hooli Gooly, you can support us at PayPal.me forward slash Elvis Newhart written all together. I'm pretty sure Shannon may have it up on the screen somewhere or somewhere. My, my name is there. And uh, if you have some questions or comments or things that we can look at or, or discuss, please write us at ElvisHCD at AOL.com. That's ElvisHCD at AOL.com. That's where we are, folks. Uh, drop us a line. Uh, if we can point you in the right direction or point you in a direction that will help you and set you free, we're going to do that. And again, I want to God bless you. If you're in the middle, middle of an anger rage right now, we just send a hug out to you and say, okay, yep, up and out now in Jesus' name and really look for the reasons. It, it, it's healing underneath people what we need. My friend, thank you for coming on. Great word. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Yes, you will, Shannon. We'll see you soon. And in a couple weeks, happy birthday to you. Thank you, Elvis. (laughs) Folks, stay tuned. We're going to reset. You want to refresh in between each show. Here we go. 